Hi, this is Declan Chalvey, uh, artist, former artist of Moon Knight, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 222, and you are with your high priest of country, Ray, and joining me tonight, today, whenever, is at Valley Petruni, top-tier Petruni, Mr. Daniel Doing, our creator of Fringe Night as well. Daniel, welcome. There <laughs> Happy here, Ray. Always, always good to be in the congregation of Conchu. Uh, yes, I, I feel like Daniel that I should maybe post edit some applause there, just just from that reaction of you from the video. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> just for me, do <laughs> Do it, do it. He says. Anyway, uh, Daniel is joining me today tonight for this episode uh we're gonna do uh as usual an idle chat at the the top of the week and it is on a bit of a spotlight on werewolf by night aka jack russell why not uh it ties in with some kind of loose news that has been trickling through on the interwebs uh but it also feeds into uh the episode later on in the week so uh, before that, of course, a big thank you to our sponsors. So all our gracious Patroonies, those listed as co-producers and executive producers on each of the episodes, uh, go check out their names. It's a it's a Hall of Fame kind of thing, uh, and uh, each of them uh, valued very much for, for contributing and helping prop up the show. So a big thanks to the likes of Monsieur Daniel, just with me here, Um <laughs> and then we have Justin, Derek, Kyle, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Russell, and Anthony. Thanks, each and every one of you. Uh, also, as well, on top of that, Daniel uh, being a Stephen Grant tier. I, I always forget it. I think it's Stephen Grant. Uh, I, I, I believe or, so. Or, yeah. or a Mark Spector. One of those. You're up there. You're the top tier one. Um, yeah, anyway. pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, it would be remiss if I did not announce uh, Daniel Doing's Fringe Night. It's an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. A shout-out a bit later on, Daniel, with um, with things to come for, for Fringe Night, of course. Uh, and uh, Hello Headphones, empowering gamers to play at their best, and Dreamland Comics, the superhero superstore. Um, so, Daniel, we are here. You are standing. I am sitting. Um it is morning here. It is evening over there. We are really opposites, uh, two sides of the same coin, so to speak. Um, but anyway, uh, with a bit of white noise, I wanted to open up before we get into Jack Russell's um, spotlight. There was a bit of news uh, posted on the Facebook group. Now, this was a bit of a while ago, but we hadn't broached it on the show. And it was sent in by Phil... The Drop King Phil from Capes and Lunatics. And I'm just going to read what he had posted up. He said, A while back, Kevin Smith was supposed to do a Howard the Duck animated series on Hulu, which we kind of both know, right? Um, that got kiboshed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, that project got cancelled, but he claims on today's episode of Fat Man Beyond that he wanted to use Werewolf by Night on the show and was told the character was already taken by the live-action division. I shall repeat that again. Was told the character was already taken by the live-action division. So does this mean we're getting Moon Knight versus the Werewolf in the Disney Plus series? Daniel, what are your thoughts on this? I'm I'm thinking we better get an homage to that cover of Werewolf by Night number 32 with, you know, him, like, throwing the darts at you know werewolf well there's like some terrified blonde chick in the background there there better be a <laughs> blonde chick somewhere or i'm going to yes. be very cross with them <laughs> i want to say that cover is iconic now be- just because archie didn't they kind of do a, a spoof of it yeah so yeah, archie and Jughead did like a little parody of it which you know who, who doesn't do parody of everything anymore but it's nice to see that moon knight has reached the level of others wanting to parody him Yes, exactly. Uh, well, Daniel, I wouldn't say that only the greats get parodied, so hence Moon Knights equates to greatness. Uh, so, yeah, so this is interesting. So it's, it's if you're interested, loonies, I'll put it in the show notes. Fat Man Beyond, episode 33. I'm sure they've done a whole heap more episodes than that, but that was on their Facebook post. Uh, so have a listen to that. I haven't listened to it. I'm just taking what Phil has, has told me. This is blind faith. This is conchu blind faith. Um I had heard that as well because I was listening to the. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, right. Did did that kind of like go, just like kind of prick your ears and go, oh my yeah. god, what's it? Yeah, as soon as I heard Werewolf by Night, I just kind of like li- literally it was like the dog finding the stage, just like what? what, 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 what? Um, well, I mean, what about Moon Knight? The the other option though, I guess, would be. It could potentially turn up in Blade. I mean, we know the Blade movie uh, is coming, but it would just seem more appropriate in the Moon Knight kind of corner, right? Because of that affiliation with the, with the comics. But um, well, and the other thing I have to wonder is I uh, had seen uh, on a post somewhere for it was like a production sheet for something where they were like listing all like the stuff coming up, like Disney Plus shows, movies, and everything. And I noticed a name in there. I, I almost hesitate to say it out loud because I know 50 million people are going to be going, no, you're wrong, you're an idiot. <laughs> well, just completely from my own perspective, there was a title for a pos- either It was either going to be a show or a movie. I did not look because I my brain nearly exploded looking at it. But I saw the name Midnight Suns. Whoa, it, really? Uh, be announced oh it was right Whoa. there with like fantastic wow really i mean there's always been talk of midnight suns coming up and and of course you know supernatural you can't go you can't go past oh. uh werewolf by night in that no um yeah gotta have that and you've got and the other thing they've got to got to got to have dracula has to owe moon knight money I don't care what it's for. It could be for a valet parking ticket. Dracula needs to owe Moon Knight money. Again, just for all of us out there who have seen it and we're like, please, please. <laughs> Those guys over at Moon Knight Core would just absolutely lose their shizzle if that happened. I'd, I'd, I'd lose my shizzle as well. That's great. That would be a great nod. To actually, the Moon Knight fan base. 
Yeah, exactly. That would be phenomenal. I'd love to see it. Um, do you think we'll get, I mean, aside from the association with the meme, do you think we'll get Dracula in the Marvel, the MCU? Like, That's going to be a tricky one just because, like, you know, I mean, everybody's got Dracula, you know. Universal's got Dracula. Um, you know, Underworld's got Dracula. Like, everybody's got a Dracula. So for them to do their own version they've well i mean this kind of goes without saying but they've got to cast the right person for it which like again i give amazing big ups to like the casting agents for like the marvel movies because they nail it yeah except for when they don't tell us that they confirm things like you know oscar isaac being you know mark Spector. <sighs> yeah you know that's a little. I find that a little. I don't know. A little annoying. It's either that or the other way around. That um, it leaks out so quickly that it loses its thunder, or uh, the, the thunder gets stolen from them, which is a shame. Um, I'd like to just get an official announcement, but yeah, they they tend to be a little slack in that regards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But like I, I don't know. Like I think they would. I I would think. For Dracula, I would want somebody middle-aged, possibly. I wouldn't want like a young, young guy trying to play an old guy, you know? Yep. Um, again, and it brings back to the question, who would you want to see play Jack Russell? Yeah, he's an interesting one. Um, I think you can really, I think you can really take liberties with him as well. I mean, you could say that for any character, but um, what I found interesting, I mean, we'll get into it as well. I had a little quick look at the history because I'm not too familiar with the overall history of Jack Russell, but uh, how his father was uh, like a a Transylvanian count as well, uh, Gregor Russoff, um, and that was his real father. And I guess that's how he got his uh, lycanthropy, Uh, but... Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so so then, like, if you look at his roots, um, you could really. I'm I'm talking about just aesthetically because everyone in their head, I guess, in the comics knows Jack Russell as having kind of like a strawberry blonde hair, that kind of thing, a bit shaggy hair, you know. Um, but he could really be, he could really take on any look. I think. Um, so as for who would it be, I don't know. I would like to see. Uh, I would like to see Jack Russell a little young. Possibly younger than than Moon Knight, so younger than Oscar Isaac. I would, I'd go with like maybe around nineteen, like like in like when he first appeared. You know, he's just oh teenage that young, kid. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that would... You know, he was just a teenage kid dealing with you know angsty werewolf problems. Then here mm-hmm. comes this mercenary dressed in all silver who's beating the living crap out of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got to be. Uh, imposing like Moon Knight, like this this kind of force, this Merc force, because uh, he was a he was a Merc for hire, you know, back in Werewolf by Night. So he's got to be threatening. Um, but yeah, I like that like, younger. I was thinking more like in the twenties, like mid twenties. But like, um, yeah, get him get him in there younger, because um, that you could really play with different dynamics uh, with that. Um, yeah, as for the Dracula, I just wanted to say, uh, I'm sure you've seen the Blade trilogy, right? Um, yeah. yeah. I wasn't too impressed with that. He's an Aussie actor, so, you know, I can't really... But I can't remember his name. He's in Legends of Tomorrow now. You're not allowed. I can, because I'm a dumb American. 
<laughs> no, but yeah, I didn't think he was the right fit. He didn't have that presence to him, um, and I think Dracula needs that. Uh, so um, he needs like that, just... that aristocracy and like you know, like yeah. just like yes. Yeah. I was in my mind. I was jokingly thinking, uh, just get Gary Oldman back. I mean, he he probably doesn't need makeup anymore to be the old <laughs> to be the old Dracula. Um, oh my but... god. but um, yeah it'll be interesting to see if dracula goes look if if werewolves are in the mcu then you're you're looking at the classic monsters right but you're right i mean it's going to be a a fine line to walk because of the universal uh i don't know how the rights work with that so um yeah but um yeah like i guess as long as he doesn't look like bella lugosi's version of dracula you know like the slick back hair and the little you know tuxedo and all that yeah as long as look like that i guess like you know it's like you know free domain kind of thing yeah but speaking of the russell family i actually i noticed something i've been meaning to send this to you mm-hmm. somebody had pulled up this thing i forget which group i was in but they because you know like they showed the dark hold in uh agents of shield with, with like yes. robbie ray as ghost rider yep there's a page in there that they like freeze framed on and it looks like you know like a family tree and like, and it's in this weird language. Well, somebody like deciphered like the alphabet of the dark hold or something like that. And they claim at the top of that family tree, it said Russell. Really? Really? Wow. The Russell family tree. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The like, dark hold. That would have been like the greatest unfound Easter egg in the history of ever. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't wait for the Dark Hole to, to make its way to the MCU. We know now uh, through WandaVision it's there. Uh, unfortunately, it's been confirmed, right, by Disney that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not canon, which is a bit of a shame. Um, uh, well, I mean, well, again, you know, because of Loki, it's, it could be back in because. It could, yeah. Exactly. Same with the Netflix um, thing. Same with – there was even – I saw this really uh, – this is – what is it? That stupid website. Um, we got this covered or something. We got this – you know that one? Uh, we got this discovered yeah. or something. Yeah, whatever, that, that one. They said um, <laughs> there's a potential for Celine from uh, Underworld to have fought with Blade um, for that to turn up in the MCU. Yeah. It's like, well, you can do anything, can't you? Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like uh, the actress who played – like she's been really wanting like a like a like a versus with Blade yeah. for the long yeah. time. Yeah, and That'd I'm just cool. like, why die? <laughs> what was that? Sorry, <laughs> I'm just like thinking like, why would you want that? You know, you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did like the Underworld. Um, for the most part, I think it lost its wheels towards the end. Uh, just um, but uh. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. that'll be that'll be quite interesting. Um, also as well, wouldn't mind if uh, if the MCU Marvel Studios have reapproached Wesley Snipes uh, to probably take on his role as a Blade from a multiverse. Uh, that would be cool. Um, but he didn't didn't he throw some shade on the Marvel Studios or something uh, because he wasn't getting a part. Well, no, like, I don't think it was that. Like he he made some comment, like, "Oh, I'm too old to be running around on a leather vest or like something like oh, that." Okay, 
kind of like that. But like, if I remember correctly, like in the comics, like doesn't Blade have a daughter who's also yes. calling herself Blade or something like that? There was going to be a comic book series based on Blade's daughter. This was back in, two, I'm going to say 2017, 2018. Uh, it was it was uh, announced and then unceremoniously yeah, yeah, yeah. it just disappeared. I was looking forward to it because I remember going, this is all, this is great. It's a nice new take. It's, it's his daughter um, and he's more of a mentor, but it never eventuated, which is a shame. We might get it well, later yeah, on when the – Join the Avengers. That's probably why. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and probably you know when the the movie um, is around the corner, we'll get obviously we'll get a lot of Blade centric stuff, as Marvel do rightly. So I mean, you want to market it, so um, we might get something then, hopefully, because uh, I do like Blade. I think he's I think he's a good, oh, really yeah. cool character. Character. Uh, It'd be cool if he shows up in the Mobius movie. Oh, do you think? Could be. Well, I mean, it it is Morbius, the living vampire moon. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like it's it's Sony, right? And and they, what well, I don't know what the relationship yeah. they have with the MCU, but Marvel Studios, but um, properties are, you know, can't touch this one, can't touch that one, can't touch this one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really weird, like because like again, last I heard, so this could be like two minutes old and it's already changed 50 million times <laughs> but um like from what i heard like they were finishing up the contract with with sony to do this last spider-man movie and then they were going to offer sony some like big buyout and get the rights back because it's interesting uh, not a lot of people know this because like everybody focuses on like you know tom Holland, Spider-Man in the movies, but technically Marvel still, like MCU Marvel, they still own the rights for Spider-Man in any TV properties. So I, uh, Tom Holland yeah. get a show, like a Disney Plus show, not involved with or Sony. Okay, okay. Sorry there, Daniel, I just had to mute myself a little. Neighbor's got a, a big-ass Harley. And he's just fired it up. So, <laughs> listeners, I'm going to try to reduce the noise in post-production, but I can just hear the, the engines <laughs> just purring away. Um, so, anyway, yeah, well, that's an interesting fact. Um, I guess we'll I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, with, with with Blade, I'd love to... I'm still keen to see Morbius, um, Jay Leto. I, I, I don't mind. People are panned it already. I think it looks looks decent. It's not going to be the greatest com- uh, comic book movie ever, but if it's well, solid, his I'm happy. Stuff, he looks like he's ripped right out of the comics. That's very, very cool. Yep. The old pug and nose. I, I yeah. love how they're bringing like, these comic book accurate costumes in and just like showing everybody. I was like, oh, you can't do that costume. It looks cool in comics, but it doesn't look cool in real life. They're like, ah-ha! Yeah, 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 so- me too. <laughs> I mean, you know... T- I'm just thinking immediately to an extent. I mean, I, I also do love how they do say in Wandavision, they use the Halloween costumes uh, as their yep. because it would be a bit of a stretch. I, I reckon Wanda's costume would probably work. Um, Vision's ultra colourful. I think for half meals in America, it would work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair play. <laughs> 
Um, well, shall we get to, uh, before we get too sidetracked, I mean, we're looking at, at Werewolf by Night. Look, before we say anything as well, I want to just give a big shout out to the podcast, Werewolf by Night. Go check it out. If you want to learn more about Werewolf by Night, they're the ones, you know, this is just a, a, a kind of like a, a rough overview uh, from us, looking from a, a moonlight lens, so to speak, Daniel, right? Um, so uh, I guess overview-wise, um, and I'll put it in the show notes as well, in Wikipedia, fandom.com, stuff like that. Uh, overview-wise, I'm not going to go through these copious notes here, Daniel, but uh, Jack Russell, originally Jacob Russ- Russoff, um, like he discovers his mom. Uh, actually had um, side uh, him through Gregor Rusev, a Transylvanian baron and scholar. So he actually had the, the gene to turn him into a werewolf, uh, and you find that later on in Werewolf by Night, uh, because uh, current oh, in America, in Los Angeles, uh, Laura, Jack's mum, uh, married again uh, Philip Russell, so hence Jack Russell. Uh, and he has a sister, Lisa, Liza, Lisa, um, and yeah, that's that's kind of the premise. The main gist of it was that he discovers his his powers. Uh, at first, they're uncontrollable, right? So it's almost like a, a, an Incredible Hulk thing where he needs to restrain himself. Full moon's coming, kind of that classic thing: just hide me, lock me up, um, otherwise I'm going to do terrible things. Uh, but we later find, as we go along as he develops as a character and he changes appearances as well Daniel though you mentioned that Lon Chaney the original look which was very much the original werewolf by night look uh, by the time he reaches um, a second appearance in Moon Knight uh, 29 and 30 he starts taking that more bestial form and they kind of retcon it in the fact that um, that again later down the track Jack Russell can transform himself at will to be that kind of the Lon Chaney look, looking werewolf and he retains his intelligence, he can speak a little bit um, and all that he's not as strong but in oh, the full right. moon yeah, yeah but, but under a full moon that's when he totally loses control and he, and he becomes more that beast uh, wolf um, yeah I mean uh, I guess first thoughts, Daniel, as well. I mean, are you are you a horror person? Are you into like the werewolves? What do you think of Marvel's take on on a werewolf or werewolf by night? Well, I was always fascinated with um, the you know the general thoughts of like canthropy because I remember I grew up watching like the old Universal monster movies, you know, uh, Dracula, the Wolfman, and then um. Uh, more hysterically, Abbott and Costello meet the Wolf Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember I was like, oof, I think I was like nine years old. I was in this old comic shop, and, and this was back in the olden days, right? Like there was like this little hole in the wall where they had like card tables where the legs looked like they were duct taped back on 15 times, and they had these <laughs> giant, heavy, like 100 pound long boxes put on them. You know, there was dim light bulbs that, you know, they took out of like a bathroom somewhere and just put in there just to give some light. Yeah. There's that odd smell of like nachos, but nobody had nachos. You know, the good old days. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's okay. So that, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I lost. So that was, a, that was that LCS, was it? Sorry. 
Oh man, no, this was a long time ago, but um, okay. I remember I was going through the books because I had gotten my allowance. It was a, a whole whopping, you know, five bucks, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get like a giant stack of books for a quarter each." Yeah, and I was going through, wasn't really seeing anything that like really caught my eye at the time, and then I got to the W's. I usually never got down that far. Usually, I stopped at Spider Man. I was like, "Oh, I got that one, got that one, got that one, mm-hmm. got to W." Got through the what ifs and then I got to Werewolf by Night. I'm like, oh, what's this? And there, in all of its mylar bagged semi mint glory, was issue 32. Whoa! That Holy I hell! I, re- I remember thinking, whoa, who's this guy? The Moon. Moon Knight, I, I was a terrible speller. <laughs> I was eight, to eight nine years old. Um, but I'm like going in, I'm like taking it to my mom. I'm like, hey, mom, I want to get this one. She's like, ooh, that looks too violent. And I'm like, oh, oh come on. It, it, it's my money, please. Yeah. So I picked it up and I read through it and I looked for issue 33, nowhere to be found. I was like, I was like five years later before I actually got to finish that story. But I just remember my my first introduction to really being interested in not just Moon Knight, but werewolves and like the supernatural general was that werewolf by night number 32. Okay. So, so genuinely when you first came across that, um, so was it, was it the, the aesthetic of Moon Knight or was it the werewolf aspect that really, that really popped out for you when you reached the W? Like it, it's a hard one, I know, but like, yeah. I I have to say it's gonna sound. It was the red eyes to yeah, Moon Knight's pop. Yeah, because right. that was such a weird contrast to me. I'm just like, oh, how does that yeah. even work? Yeah, yeah. You you know, uh, in an interview I read or heard, I can't remember, but um, uh, they were throwing around names, uh, and Moon Knight was almost gonna be called Blood Moon. That was his first name. Uh, but then they decided to change it and Moon Knight, Stroke of Genius sounds so much better, but I guess that's that the last remnants of that blood moon were those, those red goggles because that was, that was it. You only saw it on the cover and then it just disappeared and never seen again. So for the better, I think, um, yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, so uh, yeah, cause werewolves are obviously classic, um, similar, I guess similar to you, uh, Daniel, not so much the like Abbott Casello and those classic uh, old school horror movies. I remember there was a 90s show. It was, it was literally just called Wolf, and it was about a guy who had like anthropy. He was, he was a werewolf. And it was just a really solid uh, werewolf TV show. Uh, yeah. Also as well, I, I can't not say American Werewolf in London. I saw that when I was actually quite young. Um, oh, yeah scarred me in some ways um yeah yeah i mean if it, looking back on it that was kind of like the first i guess kind of first parallels with say conchu because he had these dead best friend just as his conscience and his friend was decaying and stuff and it's kind of like a bushman um haunting yeah haunting from, mark yeah from exactly exactly nice a hardcover of charlie houston's the bottom um, yeah, so those, those were my introductions. I've always liked werewolves. Um, I think that, and I, I, any horror, 
like Frankenstein, Dracula, werewolves. Those three are my my go to. I mean, they're they're the big three. Um, I can't say I'm a tragic fan. I'm like I'm not, you know, I haven't got shelves and shelves of them. But it's just I do respect that that property, and 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 I like that. Um, yeah, I like that uh, that corner. I so remember, it's a, um, it was. Um, I'm sorry, but like I remember uh, back in I think it was like 2011. Uh, again, I was at this local comic shop. You know, this was when you started getting like the new comic shops where everything was like nice, shiny, and everything. Yeah. And um, they had a, a Marvel Max series for Werewolf by Night that I remember oh. picking up and reading. And okay. again, they kind of like reawakened my love of the character because I remember very specifically, like, you know, he was at this, this stage where, like, a, he, like, he had it under control. He would go, go and lock himself in this giant steel box for, you know, every full moon mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. And he would see messages that the wolf would leave him, written with his own blood. Like, he'd slash uh, his arm up and let wow. me out. Wow. And then, Jeez. yeah, after, uh, after he ends up having to go on the run, he's, like, sitting in this motel room. I remember there was a succession of panels Jack Russell took this random lipstick that somebody left in the motel room and like wrote messages on the wall. And then uh-huh. he would like let himself go into a trance and let the wolf out. And the wolf would write back and respond to him. And yeah. I just remember like, like reading that panel. I'm just like, Oh, this gave me chills. Yeah. I, I love that kind of that. Uh, I don't want to say trope, like a stereotype thing of, um, a person leaving themselves messages like you, you know i'm thinking of uh typhoid mary in uh, netflix's uh iron fist like because her other personality yeah. i just i find that so creepy as well like you know because you're unaware of it but you're trying to communicate with this other part of you that you don't that you don't really have access to um look one of the things i think uh look as i said like the werewolves and stuff i'm just going to run through quickly his power set, and one of the, I guess, slightly, I wouldn't say disappointing, but it is a little deflating, is that in the world of of gods and hulks and wolverines, uh, you know, in the Marvel Universe, the end of the day, the werewolf by night is stacked up power wise is is not that impressive um, compared. Like, uh, look, let me just go through it. Um, I don't know your thoughts on that, Daniel, but like, I always think. Because I, I like the you know, the handbook of the Marvel Universe. So, superhuman strength. The werewolf possesses superhuman strength. In his intermediate form, he's able to leave, lift about 1,500 pounds, okay? So, again, compare that to Thor, 100, 100 class 100, you know, 100 tons. Yeah, it's not much. Um, but under the full moon, in the full wolf-like, you know, appearance, that is augmented and he's capable of lifting one tonne. So again, like you know, I'm thinking like Spider Man. If, if Werewolf by Night goes against Spider Man, it's there's no contest, right? You know, um, uh, even Captain America can actually, uh, probably not. U.S. Agent can, can probably take care of him. Yeah. He's, he's got about the ten ton range. Um, so I don't know. I, in that capacity, I know it's very fickle, but um, uh, it's because you know the whole thing about the werewolf being ferocious and you, you got to contain him. I'm thinking. But there are a lot more dangerous beings out there, you know. It's not like the Wendigo. Yes, the Wendigo. My gosh, like a ten foot frigate. I'm sure the Wendigos can can uh, are way stronger than the werewolf. So it, it that, that, that thing where like the werewolf by night's going against Wendigo. He's like Wendigo's just like holding his hand out, like holding the werewolf by night by the forehead. He's going like <laughs> exactly. ah, swinging. Ah, yeah, I can't reach you. 
Exactly, exactly. So, uh, unfortunately, it's a little bit unimpressive, but, I mean, I still love the character of Wolf by Night. He, he's still, you know, he's ferocious. The stories that I've seen him in um, are great. Uh, so he's got superhuman stamina, uh, agility, reflexes, speed, acute senses that you'd kind of associate with a werewolf. Uh, he's durable as well. He's capable of withstanding low-caliber bullets. Uh, he can fall from great heights and exposed to uh, high temperatures. He's got claws and teeth, I guess similar to the likes of, say, say Tigra, um, where, you know, and not like to the uh, uh, effect of, say, Wolverine, who's got adamantium claws. He's got claws and they're strong enough to, it says he ripped through fabric, wood, cinder block and even some metal so it's quite strong but you know we're not talking uh, adamantium or vibranium probably sorry was it kind of like wolverine bone claw level i'd say yeah yeah exactly yeah for sure Uh, and he actually does have a, a healing factor as well so uh not as good as Wolverine or, or Deadpool, of course, but uh, his ability to heal is at least ten times that of a human, which is pretty, it's pretty um, effective. So, um, strangely enough, as the werewolf, he's a formidable hand-to-hand combatant. So I don't know how he got trained. Um, uh, and his only his weaknesses, though, are typical to werewolves: uh, the the silver, basically. Uh, and it says a silver bullet to the heart, he'll die within a matter of minutes. Uh, uh, and if he's injured by silver, it can take him longer to heal. So, so kind of similar to the whole classic werewolf thing. Hey everyone, this is Brian, the host of Inner Demons, the Ghost Rider podcast. And since 2017, Inner Demons has been the best place on the web for news, reviews, and regular discussion with our listeners about Marvel's Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider. You can find us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast catchers, as well as on Twitter, at InnerDemonsGR. Remember, listening to your Inner Demons is not always a bad thing. Ride on. some questions here daniel with will what uh, you've mentioned you got 32 um i'm assuming you eventually got or at least read 33 but what what where else have you read um werewolf by night we've seen him in um well i remember seeing him in some of the uh mark specter moon knight one from the 90s mm-hmm at, at first, I didn't recognize him because, again, it just looked like they had, like, Wiley Coyote in a leather vest running around. And I was like, wait, who's this? <laughs> and then I'm like, like yeah. oh, that's Jack? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've seen him in, some, like, just, like, in some other times. Like, I've seen him in, like, The Monsters Unleashed. Yeah. I remember, uh, remember he was in, I think it was, like, Miss Deadpool in the... Howling Commandos, I believe it was. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's, he's turned up um, a lot in the more recent um, times, I guess. Um, but you're rightly so as well. I just want to cite, because uh, we've crossed over to it, you mentioned Mark Spector Moon Knight, so he did appear 
three times there. The big Mark Spector Moon Knight issue 50, he was there. And then uh, 52 to 53, I think that was with Gambit, uh, He uh, those issues. So he turned up along there as well. Also, uh, by way of Moon Knight, he appeared in Volume 1, issues 29 and 30. Uh, and then also in the Houston run, uh, Volume 5, issue 20, one of my favourites with Mike Diodato Jr. I love that yeah. issue. Oh, God, it's a oh, one and done. Good. Yeah, it, it just encapsulates Moon Knight. It's dark. It's, you know, it, it's, uh, it's swirling capes, but you've got this yeah. behemoth of a werewolf, and you've got Moon Knight just battling, again, like this normal man just, like, going at it, <laughs> at this beast. It's, uh, it's, thing of like, don't think about it. Don't try to reason with it. Just yep. beat into the ground until you can run away. That's all you can do. And yep. I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, man. Yeah. It was quite grisly as as well. Like, there were decapitations in that um, issue. Yeah. 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 It was so good. And I remember there was the one panel they showed where I believe it was Marlene. No, no, I think it was Moon Knight. And he let all, like, the hobo werewolves out of their cages on the and, like, they attacked the guards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From Cabin in the Woods when they open up the cage on the the guards and, like, all the monsters come out and get them. Ah. I kind of if they got that from Moon Knight. Ah, well, that's, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. They should pay Doug Mensch. <laughs> no, they should pay, no, no, Charlie Houston, whoever. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, In their universal, where's my GD money check? Um. But yeah, so those are the the Moon Knight appearances. Uh, look, I read the uh, there are a couple of complete collections of Werewolf by Night. Uh, I read the digital version of Volume One, so that collects a lot. Uh, Marvel Spotlight Two to Four from nineteen seventy one. It's got I think about half of the Werewolf by Night, oh, maybe just under half. It's one to fifteen, the first fifteen issues, which are fantastic. Mike Plugart is is brilliant. It's um, it's really it is really a nice. You know what surprised me, Daniel, that you were exposed to and read like those older classic comics when you were so young. Like, I, I didn't start reading the 70s comics until, you know, way, way old, you know, way older. Um, but it would be interesting. So did you find it too dense as, as a young tacker? Or, or did, I mean, because those 70s comics are a bit a bit different to modern comics. No, obviously, it's funny you mention that because what had happened was – you know, like, like I mentioned, I was not a very strong reader when I was first starting out. And like, you know, they were wanting to put me in all these like, you know, different reading programs and uh, all these after school things. And my mom was just like, no, 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 no. I know what to do. Drove me to the local comic shop, pulled out 10 bucks, was like, all right, go around. If you see anything you think looks cool, pick it out. We're going to read it. And so I remember the first ever comic I ever read. And I can't believe I still remember this. It was an issue of Spider-Man from the late seventies, early eighties where the beyonder showed up and then turned an entire skyscraper into gold. Whoa. And I just remember I'm sitting in the car, just reading it back to front. And I'm like, Oh, wait, wait, who, wait, who's the beyonder? Wait, who's the kingpin? Why does he seem like such a jerk? Yeah. What's going on? I have to know more. Yeah. Ah, so, you were hooked. You were hooked already. You, you know, you, you probably found your call uh, then. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's cool that's good um yeah because it, it yeah i mean those earlier comics they can be quite dense 
you know, and um, for someone that isn't interested or not that interested, you could easily be put off by it. So uh, fair play that you, that you know, that it didn't deter you. I think that, that's great. Um, also, as well, just wanted to mention uh, you mentioned you touched upon it before uh, as well, Daniel. Uh, Twelve by Night in the Marvel Universe has also been part of some teams. Uh, the Howling Commandos you mentioned, uh, Monsters Unleashed. He's part of the Legion of Monsters, which I, I read. I think that was by um, that was by Dennis Hopeless, yeah. De- Dennis Hallam, uh, and that yeah. had Elsa Bloodstone, one of my favourites. Uh, that was a fun little read. Uh, I mean, not to be honest, it wasn't too. Wasn't fantastic, but it was it was good. It was a, it was nice to see Elsa and and the werewolf in there. Good That's a good little read, yeah. Um, and also finally, I've got him in as a part of Night Shift, uh, led by the Shroud. So this was back back in the Mark Grunwald era of Captain America comics. Um, so Werewolf by Night turned up there. I remember distinctly when Cap was. It was around the time that uh, US Agent was starting to form, uh, and Cap went underground and he bumped into the night shift uh, and, yeah, and so Werewolf by Night was in that too. Um, now, just a couple of questions as well, Daniel, uh, bringing it back to relevance for Moon Knight. Um, with the likes of how we've seen Moon Knight progress over the years and through the modern era uh, and move really away from that Werewolf by Night origin, I mean, it, that really is a thing in itself. How relevant do you think the the characters of Werewolf by Night and the likes of Lupinar, I wanted to shout out from the Hulk magazine, how relevant do you think they are now to 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 Moon Knight? I mean, are they still relevant at all? Oh, Lupinar. Oh, that was a blast. From the, I was actually just reading about him. <laughs> oh, yeah. The omnibus that I have. Um, I honestly think... In all reality, you cannot have a complete Moon Knight story without that Werewolf by Night connection. You, you mm-hmm. just It's such a big part of Mark's story or Jake's story or Steven's story, you know, whoever you want to say. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was a really big part, not just for, for Mark, but also for Jack as well. I mean meeting each other it kind of changed both of them Mm -hmm. yeah look because i think i mean and correct me if i'm wrong or if you think otherwise but uh you know one of the things we love about moon knight is the character is so complex there's a lot to him um i feel what has come up you know the cream of the crop of his aspects are this connection with Konshu, so egyptian mythology and his DID. And I think more recently we haven't seen, which is an untapped thing, the supernatural. I mean, he started out, it makes sense, right, Moon Knight, uh, the, the full moon and the yeah. werewolves. But we've kind of lost that, I think, uh, more recently with Moon Knight. Um, I just wonder, it, you know, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I'm just wondering the relevance uh, or if there's a potential to come back. Uh, we haven't even touched upon. You, you, you've mentioned you you've recently read Moon Knight Number One by Jed McKay, which is really cool. Everyone go go read it if you yeah yeah that 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 baby right there. You've got all like all the eight variants. Um, but we yes. see <laughs> but we see Jed we see Jed um and no well slight spoilers. Some of them were in the mentioned in the interview. Uh, so. <laughs> so if you don't want to be spoiled, please uh, just just look away. Um, but we see vampires introduced into the Moon Knight canon. Of course, that touches into the supernatural, but we don't see any werewolves. There's a mention of a werewolf, but um, 
Yeah, I'm just wondering, do you reckon we'll see more of that later on? Or Oh, absolutely. I, I really yeah. think, and, and this was, like, I kind of could tell the direction was going because, like, you know, like everybody else, I was, like, haunched over my phone looking at, like, the pencils and inks for this issue, like, mm. way back at the beginning of the year when it was yeah, first announced. Yeah. And so, I remember seeing, like, that big two-page panel where he's smashing through the van. And I'm like, wait a minute. Those guys are vampires. Look at their teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, like, showing They're like, oh, yeah. So, like, when I saw that it was going to have that connection to the supernatural kind of reestablished, in a sense. Yeah. I could tell uh, McKay really, like, understood the origins of Moon Knight. Not just that, you know... The, the detective aspects like from his like like because i call like the doug mensch run sort of like the detective years because mm-hmm. like he had his his runs in the supernatural but he really was more of like this cop he wasn't really like a superhero he was more of a costumed adventurer mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. he had like the run with, with lupinar uh like international intrigue you know missions from his past as you know being with the cia and those are really cool but i really missed his time where he like he was just like this mortal man stepping into the world of the supernatural where he literally had the blessing of a moon god so he mm. could walk amongst the monsters and sort of like, like you know wade through it relatively unscathed and mm-hmm. i i love kind of getting back to that where we're seeing the supernatural kind of intermingle on a street level that, that's the one thing i always loved is that is that moon knight is a street level hero yeah, he doesn't really do the big cosmic stuff, you know. <clears throat> Age of Cosmic. Yeah, I, was about, <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> oh, sorry, but um, <laughs> but no, I'm um, like just seeing like his new mission as you know, uh-huh. as we as we see there, yeah. <laughs> and and like the midnight mission, and sort of the fact like like I don't know if you picked up on this. But we don't actually see Mark out of any costume. We only see Mr. Knight and we see Moon Knight. We don't see Mark Spector or Jake Lockley or Stephen Grant. Yeah, just through the photos, basically. That was the only shot we got towards the end. The only thing we got was flashbacks. So who knows what's going on under that cowl? Yeah. Well, actually, you just reminded me as well, um, speaking of the supernatural and bringing it to street there's that cover to issue three with Hunter's Moon. And uh, I know some of the loonies will be screaming at me for, for not raising it, so I'm raising it now. Um, there seems to be a bit of a hairy hand and claw um, coming out of Hunter's Moon. So we saw him in issue one. He hasn't, it doesn't look like he's a, he's a werewolf, but that cover does seem to reveal something. So, yeah, I mean, actually, I'm just going back to this relevance. Maybe Jed is bringing it back. I, I like, and tying it in with the Conchu, because the Conchu worship, because uh, Hunter's Moon is the left fist of Conchu. I love it. I love this idea, because, of course, there are two fists. Uh, well, of course it would be. I'm yeah. surprised they didn't do anything. Or, well, they kind of did with, like, his brother trying to be, like, you know, Shadow Knight and everything. Yeah, But, yeah. like... But this is this is a, I think a really smart way of of explaining it. Like you know, there are two fists. Um, 
Yeah, there might be a headbutt of Conchu as well. <laughs> a kick, a left foot. No, no, I'm sure just the two fists. But um, to integrate the werewolf, the lycanthropy with that, I think is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, there seems to be, there does seem to be a relevance. Um, uh, so, yeah, in fact, Jen McKay is mixing all of those three quite well. Uh, there's a little mention of DID, but I like this idea about... Um, how Dr. Sturman is not bothered about the DID because that can be kind of managed and treated. She's more concerned about how Conchu has touched his brain, which um, I think is, yeah. a, is a, a great idea. Yes, and again, it goes back to that whole Marvel Now run with Brian Michael Bendis. I love how they've kind of gone full circle on that, you know, yep. on the pun. <laughs> yeah, no, no, for sure, no, it's... It, um, the return of Mr. Knight, seeing the return of the the Crescent suit. Yep. Very yep. interesting. It's a great marriage, of and, and it's such a... Jed has done his homework, and it, it's so well integrated. I just, yeah, I just I just love it. So, um, yeah, I mean, we can, we can wax lyrical, no pun intended, uh, about <laughs> about it for a while. But uh, as, as mentioned, uh, if you haven't heard, uh, have a listen, Loonies, to the previous two episodes, uh, our reaction and the feedback episodes uh, for issue one. Can't wait for, for the month, uh, issue two, next month to come. Uh, also, another... My monthly book. Why do we have to... <laughs> I know, I know. Can't we just binge it, just like a TV show? Just, just release all of them at once. <laughs> um, but um, another question here, Daniel. Before we wrap up our just idle chat, um, because uh, you know, I know I don't want to take up too much of your time. I want to invite you to later on this week, if it's possible, uh, to to review an arc review. Would that be possible, Daniel? Absolutely. Yes, Who you can I've got no social life. This is my social life. <laughs> uh, the illusion is maintained uh, for for you know. <laughs> I'm talking talking about there because uh, you are coming back later in the week, of course. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of other questions here that I thought of. Well, actually, just maybe one. Um, do you? What do you? Th- what would you think a scenario of if? Because remember how Moon Knight they kind of retconned it, but. Uh, they had for a while that he gained his strength and stuff. He was actually a little bit augmented from the bite of the werewolf, which you kind of see off panel, but it's mentioned later on. Um, what would you think if like, Moon Knight does? I mean, this this could well be what Jed might be heading towards for at least Hunter's Moon. But what do you think of this kind of marriage between um, Moon Knight potentially having some sort of lycanthropic powers uh, and also be the Avatar of Vengeance. I honestly, I think it's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, it harkens back to when they did it in, um, you know, Fist of Costume Moon Knight, and they kind of had him where, he, like, he was getting his strength, and, like, depending on the phases of the moon kind of thing. And it was, like, the blushings from Conscious Priest. I would just love to see kind of like, um, almost like, almost like an homage, almost, because remember when he was like deteriorating after he got bit by Demon Goblin, mm-hmm. and he's like taking off his glove and like you see his like hand is deteriorating. Oozing, I'd love to see yeah. him like in a fight, and then he like like stands up and he's like, "Oh God, why does my hand hurt so much?" He takes off his glove, and it's like almost fully transformed, and he's just like, "Oh, oh, that'd be cool, wow. yeah, that'd be good." And then he take off the mask; it's got a snout. 
<laughs> be cool. It'd be awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, who knows where this uh, Jed McKay thing's going? Uh, that that cover to issue three may reveal a lot more uh, than we know. It may not just be Hunter's Moon. It could move beyond. I mean, who knows? Um, Doctor Badder can can bite Mark, and what what happens then? It's uh, you know, game on. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Um, finally, as well. Just want to mention that uh, for those still interested in Werewolf by Night, there was a recent series that came out uh, in 2020, in October. It was written by that taboo guy from Black Eyed Peas and uh, and art by Scott Eaton. It was called Werewolf by Night. It wasn't Jack Russell. It was someone else. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> well, I, I dare say... Maybe some people did. Uh, many people did. Uh, I had a look on Marvel.com. It, it lasted four issues. It was a four-issue mini. Um, yeah, I was just going to ask if you'd read it. I haven't read it, and I'm wondering if it had any ramifications, if it actually set up anything. It may be kind of self-contained. Maybe we'll have to go away and, and re- read it quickly ourselves uh, to get acquainted. But... Yeah. <laughs> and nothing to do with Moon Knight, no. exactly i mean but i found it kind of interesting i I was keen to get it but you know finances and 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 priorities got in the way when it first came out uh uh, i wasn't too (laughs) i wasn't too deterred by the fact that wasn't jack russell uh it sounded interesting it was uh native american based Uh, i understood the 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 gentleman i don't even know his name uh he he had the the curse put on him Uh, but yeah I, i don't know how it went so I guess we'll just have to, we'll just have to wait and see. Anyway, comic shop and look for the back issues. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. You've got the luxury of, uh, don't you guys have the two dollar bins and stuff? They just reduce them, don't they? They increase quarter quarter bins. Yeah, every back issue here they increase it. It Doesn't matter like how. Uh, So it's always more expensive, which is a bit of a shame. Um. Anyway, I guess no. We'll leave the um, the feedback for the next episode. Just got um, just a little bit of feedback just from uh, some of the loonies on past episodes. Uh, but if we go to spectacle, Daniel, is there anything you'd like to shout out um, to our fair loonies? Oh, jeez. Oh, oh man. Oh, not much comes to mind. But oh yeah. Uh, by the way, oh yeah, I've got to go fund me. <laughs> I- little funny book that i do called fringe night mm-hmm. you know you may have heard of it you know it's this little little thing that i do but yeah yes. i've taken to i've done a gofundme to uh get my latest issue done just with everything that's been going on the last year um financially it's been really tough trying to put out an independent comic book when you're yep. you know working yourself so I'm going to stand on the street corner with a little tattered hat and a sign that says, please give me money so I can make the comic. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it digitally here for all the loony listeners. Just imagine me with the big, sad kitty eyes with the little tattered hat. Just, uh-huh. just throw, throw some money into the GoFundMe. Uh, look, let's let's not have Daniel do that, loonies. Go check it out. I mean, the past few episodes, uh, they've been in the show notes. 
Uh, also links to, to Daniel's Fringe Night Patreon page as well. Uh, definitely check it out. Check it out. It is, it is worth it. Uh, Fringe Night is, is so much fun. Uh, so again, uh, Fringe Night, for Fringe Night number six, uh, the GoFundMe uh, page, there's a link, uh, as well as his Patreon. Uh, next phase, Daniel, I'm so glad that you'll be able to make some time later in the week. Uh, we have a, a last quarter moon. Uh, so no no werewolves out yet, uh, no full moon yet. Uh, it is an over <laughs> over the moon arc, and it's almost as if we plan this, Daniel. Uh, we're going to be looking at the arc Moon Knight Volume One Twenty Nine to Thirty. It's titled Morning Star and the Moon Wraith Three Sixes and a Beast, and it's all to do with Moon Knight and Jack Russell, the werewolf by night. So looking forward to reviewing that with Daniel. Uh, I don't, Daniel. Any other final words before we get out of here? Oh, you you mean this moon night right here that I happen to have in my hands? Oh, very close. <laughs> Twenty nine. <laughs> I'm not sure what that one was. I can't remember that one. Um, but oh, that, yeah, it's, that was twenty seven. Twenty seven. No, I didn't turn it yet. Yeah. Yes, the essentials. Yes, it, it, a lot of um, listeners would be familiar with the the cover of Twenty Nine. It's that really beautiful black cover with just the eyes and uh, eyes of the werewolf and Moon Knight in the foreground, oh, yeah. and those uh, blood red six six sixes across. So we'll get through to that next uh, towards the end of the week. Uh, but Daniel, thank you so much for for dropping by. It's always nice to drop by. I'm glad I had a cushion under me this time because last time I almost broke my legs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. You should find yourself a seat, my, my good sir. Anyway, loonies, we'll catch you uh, later in the week. Thanks for listening. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.